0: the Lord everybody. Isn't it great to be back in the house of the Lord today? And uh, my soul has been enriched by the Spirit of the Lord and the presence of God and uh, by the Word of God that we've experienced already in this conference. And uh, I want to again today give honor to Brother Mead host pastor of this church I appreciate him very much a good friend and close friend and we have not been able to have him in Jennings yet but we're working on it I'm, I'm having to twist his arm but I'm working hard to at, at him including us in the schedule but I appreciate Brother Mead his ministry and it's certainly been a blessing to me down through the years and the whole Mead family I told someone a while back I said if I had a penny for every kind act that the Meads have ever done, and I had fifty cents on every dollar they've saved the Apostolic Ministry, I'd be a rich man. And this is a great family, Brother Don Mead Jr. We appreciate them, him very much, and we're uh, just glad to be here today. I appreciate all you young people. Isn't it great to be a part of such a great group of young people that love God? want to do the will of God, the work of God. I do want to say that it's a joy to have several from Jennings with us. We have 20 or 21 with us. And uh, I appreciate all of those who are from the home church in Jennings. Good, faithful saints, great young people. And I want you to know I'm glad you're here in the amen corner today. And um, I appreciate, I appreciate all them being here all of you god bless you i would like for you to open your bible with me to first peter chapter 2 we'll look at verse 9 i appreciate the preaching of brother fowler in the first service the banquet and um, i appreciate the preaching last night by Brother Lambeth, certainly a man who was a positive influence and an inspiration and challenge to me personally. And uh, thank you, Brother Lambeth, for obeying the Lord. With the help of the Lord, I'm going to do something today. And with the help of you good young people, I'm going to do something that, that some people would tell you never do. Now, some folks would tell you if you're a minister, never preach a message at a conference that you've never preached at your home church or somewhere else before. I don't live by that philosophy. It's probably the best in the sense of you're more comfortable. But I don't, I don't, I don't live by that philosophy. I just endeavor to do the will of God. I believe God has something he wants to say in every service. And I endeavor to allow him to say what he wants to say. It may be new to me, but it's not new to him. And uh, since I've walked in this service today, I feel like the Lord spoke to my heart. Now I've been studying, I've been praying, I've been preparing. I've been up for hours today and I walked into this service this morning and the Holy Ghost began to touch my heart and speak to my soul. And as much as I would like to try to wow you and woo you and impress you and make you think I'm somebody, I must remember I am a nobody. I'm just simply a servant of the Lord. I believe there's some young people the Lord is going to bless and help. With the preaching of the word of God. Will you commit yourself to uniting with me right now? And let's see the will of God accomplished in this service today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't he a good God? He's a wonderful God. Why don't you just lift your hands and praise him and say, God, have your way in this service today. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift you up, oh, Lord. You're wonderful, God. You're wonderful, God. You're wonderful, God. You're wonderful, God. Your ways are great, God. Your ways are good. Your ways are just. Your ways are right, Lord. I love you. We praise you and we magnify you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. So if I'm supposed to preach a message that I've preached before, I'm really in trouble today. Because this is hot off the press. Amen. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him. I looked up that word praises one time, and it even implies more than just our mouth giving god or our voice being lifted and giving god praise thanksgiving adoration whatever it also can mean manliness we ought to show forth christ authority in our lives and by us doing his will then we Praise him by the fulfilling of his will. Show forth the praises of him who hath called us out or called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now verse 10 is an interesting thought. Which in time past were not a people. But are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy aren't you glad you're a part of that number which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God which had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy flip with me right quick if you will to Colossians Colossians chapter 1 Let's read verse 16 When you get there say amen Amen. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16 For by him were all things created That are in heaven And that are in earth Visible and invisible Whether they be thrones Or dominions Or principalities Or powers all things were created by Him and for Him. All things were created by Him and for Him. I want to preach today with the help of the Lord, the simple message entitled, The Realization of Purpose. The Realization of of purpose let's pray and ask again the lord's favor upon the preaching of his word jesus we magnify you jesus we glorify you i feel god your anointing i feel your glory i feel your strength lord i feel you touching thank you for your favor thank you god for your glory thank you for your strength thank you for your might thank you for your mercy lord Thank you for your work, God, that you're doing. Thank you for everything you've ever done for us, Lord. You've been good to us and we give you praise. You've been good to us, Lord. We give you thanks. You've been good to us, Lord, and we give you worship. Hallelujah. I believe you, Lord, to accomplish the full will of your purpose through the preaching of the word today. Fulfill your will and your desire in our lives. In your name we pray. Everybody said amen. You may be seated. I read a story a few years ago, and uh, it impacted me. And I will just share it briefly with you. It was the story concerning the son of King Louis. and uh, if I'd have had time, I would have referenced it and perfected the story just a little bit this morning, but we'll just get the gist of it. And. Uh, The story goes like this, that when King Lewis, and I don't remember which one it was, but when he was brought into kingship, he was widely popular, he was greatly accepted, the people loved him, but after a process of time, through decisions that he made and actions that he took, the people began to resist him, and they began to reject him. And they did overthrow him and when they overthrew his kingship rather than just destroy his son rather than just destroy his son through murder they thought to destroy his son in a different manner and that is uh, rather than just taking the kids life who would to be the next king, the next, the one that was the heir rather than kill and destroy him. They chose to take him to a distant land and to a foreign city. And there they subjected him to all types of sin and all types of evil. And there they sought to make him acquainted with, with all types of immorality. Rather than murder him and take his life, they chose to try to destroy the heir through his morality. They tried to destroy the heir to the throne by causing him to subject himself. To a life of debauchery, to a life of sin, to a life of wickedness. And so it was that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they brought him into an environment of evil and unrighteousness, seeking to cause him to ruin himself. But after a process of time, some six month period, he uh, having retained his integrity, having time and again refused every offer that was made to him to involve himself in that which would be sin, that which would be evil and that which would destroy his mind, that which would destroy his body, that which would be contrary to his purpose. After six months of strongly and consistently resisting, he had something to say to his captors and kidnappers. And it was just simply this. I was born to be a king. I wasn't born to live a life of immorality and wickedness and sin and debauchery and join the low life i wasn't born to to walk among the peasants i wasn't war, war, born to walk among uh, the dark side of town I, I was born to walk in a kingly palace i was born to live in royalty i was born to have a good lifestyle I was born to be a king There was in him a realization Of purpose is what I'm saying Today that realization Of purpose kept him That realization of purpose Became a state for him It's something that enabled him And it empowered him to resist The temptation and the offers That the quote world had made Unto him he committed Himself to the revelation And the realization of his purpose I was born to a lofty I was born to a high and noble family and I will commit and retain that place to which I was born. Simple message today. But young people, when you were born again of the water and the spirit, when you were born again, baptized in Jesus' name, after having repented of your sins and gloriously received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, you who were not a people are now a people. And it didn't matter what your family name was didn't matter what your old bloodline was you got a new family You got a new daddy, and you got a new name And while your first father may have been a drunk you don't have to follow his steps and while your mother may have lived an unclean lifestyle you don't have to follow in her steps aren't you glad for the hope of the gospel that gives you the promise of new life of you may still live quote in the ghettos some of you may still live on the the south side of the track some of you may still live in the urban portion of the city amen some of you may not have a nice car to drive when you go to church some of you may not have a nice house to live in but you're not living the low life you're walking the high road You've heard the call of heaven and you've gave heed to the voice of the Lord, and you walk in the highway of holiness. You come to realize through the preaching of the gospel, through Sunday school teachers, that your life was for more than sin, and that your body was for more than drugs, and that you were more. Amen. I your, your life is more than just to be given to the sins of this world. But there is a creator. There is a father of all. There is a giver of life. Amen. While, while it seemed I may have been born of an act of passion. Amen. I was born by God. And given by the will of God. has purpose in my life amen God has purpose for every young person in this place amen God has a plan for your life and I just want to help you today to get a realization and a revelation at least in part today something you can get a hold of and become a stay in your life that'll help you become committed and secure in your relationship with God hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. I was born to be a king. I'm telling you, you were born for prayer. You were born for praise. You were born for worship. You were born for fellowship with the creator of this world. Amen. Simple message, but number one, you were born for fellowship. You were born for fellowship. The God of heaven wants to spend time with you. As much as your soul longs to spend time in the presence of God, God himself longs in a greater way to spend time with you. You think you want him. That's only a touch of how much he wants you. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible said all things were created by him and for him. Somebody needs to say today, I was born to be a prayer warrior. I was born to fellowship with the Lord. I was born to know him and him know me. I was born to walk close with the Lord. I was born to walk with his glory and his goodness in my soul. I was born to a high calling and a lofty purpose. As a matter of fact, when the Apostle Paul was writing to the church of of Ephesus, when he prayed for them, he wrote, while I'm praying for you, and this is my own words, but he said, one thing I'm praying about is that you would understand the hope of your calling my prayers to God is that you'd understand the potential that lies with you being called out of darkness. And the joys and the liberties and the victories and the fulfillment that comes with walking in the light. I'm praying that you would understand what is the hope of your calling, the potential of being born again. You know what? We all know we're nobodies today. Young people, if I was to ask you if you're a special person, you, you wouldn't think that you're anybody special. But I'm telling you to the eyes of the Lord and in the full scope of the plans and the purpose of God, you are critical and you are important. You may feel like you're not important to your church. You may feel like you're not important to to your family. You may feel like you're not important to your pastor. But I'm telling you, you are vitally important to the work of God. We can make it without you, but I'm telling you, we'll be better off with you. The church will go on without you, but oh God, what can you do for the kingdom? I'm telling you, the Bible teaches that God can do exceeding, abundantly above that which we can even ask or think. Take your deepest prayer. Take your fondest dream. And I'm telling you, God can exceed that uh, beyond your imagination. I'm telling you, God can accomplish your greatest desire to work for him, to love him, and live for him. Beyond your imagination today. Let's get a hold of it. Let's get a hold of it. Let's get a hold of it. I was born to be a king. I wasn't wasn't born to walk through this world bound by sin. I wasn't born to walk through this world a captive and a slave to wickedness, to addictions. I was born to walk through this world with anointing. I was born to walk through this world with authority. I was born to walk through this world a terror to the works of darkness i'm telling you you were washed in the blood and filled with the holy ghost born again to be effective in this world to change your city to change your school and reach and save this generation by god's grace i'm gonna do it how about you by god's grace i'm gonna do it how about you going to be battles there's going to be war there's going to be struggles but I'm a king I got authority I got anointing I got royal blood flowing through my veins I got heaven backing me up it doesn't matter what I come up against it doesn't matter what comes up against me I've realized my purpose I was born to influence this world (laughs) hallelujah Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm not just a nobody. I'm not just another no count young person. I'm not just another one sitting on the pew. I got purpose! He can do exceeding abundantly above that which we can even ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You need to focus upon what's in you. The presence of God, the power of God, resurrection power, transforming power, life-changing power, greater power. You've got the greater of the spirits in you. You don't have to worry about walking through this world and being overcome. You've got the King of kings and the Lord of lords in you, on you, working through you. young people to get a hold of your purpose today get a hold of your purpose today see I'm not just a little nobody amen but by God's grace I'm going to accept my place in life I'm going to accept my place in the kingdom and I'm going to do the work of God hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. It all starts, young people, with fellowship. It all starts with fellowship. First man, Adam, had it. But he lost it. But the second man, Adam, come to give it back to us. What the first man, Adam, lost, the second man, Adam, came and purchased it back for us. The fellowship, sin separated through the first man, Adam, but sin is conquered through the second man, Adam what divided initially can now through the death of Christ and second man Adam be restored through reconciliation and his death on the cross young people if I could inspire you right now to spend time in prayer we got so many gadgets we got so many toys the internet is taking so much of our time Drawing our hearts And I'm telling you Amen What TV didn't move Internet's starting to move people What video didn't move Internet's starting to move people Amen It's a time thief It's a time thief And then it becomes a time thief That you're more committed to Whatever it is that's happening on the internet Amen it becomes a time thief That whatever goals and whatever plans Is on that is more important Than spending time with Jesus We're in trouble I was born for fellowship with the Almighty. I want to encourage you to pray. I want to encourage you to pray. You can't pray too much, but you can pray too little. You can't pray too much. But you can pray too little Amen I want to touch your heart right now Realize you're born for fellowship I'm born to pray in my room I'm born to pray While I'm driving down the road I'm born to pray Amen While I'm at church I'm born to pray at midnight I'm born to pray at the noontime I'm just telling I'm born to pray I was born to fellowship with God I was created by him And for him Do anything you want to do in this world. Nothing will satisfy you like prayer. And we'll get to being used of God in a little bit. Amen. But first of all, we got to learn to pray. And if we can learn to pray, we learn to know God. We know how to learn how to pray in the Spirit. We learn how to be led of the Spirit. We learn how to be led of the Holy Ghost. We learn how to fellowship with God and entertain Him. And through that relationship, He begins to use us. You want to be used of God? You want God to work through you? You want to know the operation of the gifts of the Spirit? You want God to be able to prompt you and you obey? Learn how to pray. Because effective prayer warriors aren't self-willed people. They don't go to prayer and pray the same way every time. They seek to please the Lord in prayer. God this prayer meeting is not just about me today I have a will when I come to prayer And I got some things I'm going to talk to you about But God I want to please you in prayer today I believe we just have too many self pleasing prayers In our day But you pray about what you need to pray about But also take a little time and say God what do you want to talk about today What's on your mind today What will you have to say to me today Whether mama calls me to pray or not, I need to pray. Whether daddy has the family altar or not, I need to pray. He longs to hear my voice. There's not a certain age that I have to get to before God starts listening to me. Anybody that's got a prayer in their heart, the king of heaven will stop and listen. We gotta pray we gotta pray we gotta pray we gotta pray how can I overemphasize this today prayer is not an option it's not something we can take or leave we will fail without it we will not have success without it and I just read of late where there was a prophet elder lambeth that said how can I sin by failing to pray for you somehow prayer has got to become a conviction of the soul we got to realize we're missing the mark which is the sin if we pray not it's not something that deity is just forcing on us it's a divine opportunity for fellowship I don't have to do it I get to do it I don't have to I get to And whatever you can gain by doing anything else in this world, it will never bring you more benefits and more rewards than fellowshipping and praying with your God. (laughs) Nothing can help your heart. Nothing can give peace to your troubled spirit. Nothing will calm your mind. Nothing, 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 nothing. (laughs) Nothing will provide a basis for God's word to speak to you. Like prayer, 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 prayer. Prayer. This is my honor. By knowing the truth, this is my honor. This is my birthright. Free fellowship, open access, communion. Access. Hallelujah. Access to the Holy One. King of Kings. Oh Lord. Lord. Do you you even feel like praying right now? We're not through, but I believe there's something in us that desire and spirit and bird of prayer. There's something just flowing out of you right now to the Lord. There's a flow started right now today. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo! Woo! Jesus! <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I think of the chorus I heard a while back. says, I will pray in the morning. I will pray in the afternoon. I will pray in the evening. I will cast all my cares on You. I will pray in the morning i will pray in the afternoon i will pray in the evening i will cast all my cares on you you don't have to carry a troubled mind you don't have to carry a burdened heart you don't have to have a distressed soul there's a rock that'll cleft for you there's peace in the midst of the storm there's answers when you don't know what to do go talk to it Go talk to Him. Go talk to Him. Go talk to Him. He wants you to do His will more than you want to do His will. Hallelujah. He wants the performance of His will in your life. Talk to Him. You can't force Him. You can't make Him tell you what you want Him to say. But you can get in a place where He'll talk to you. You'll never be without direction if you'll learn to pray. Learn to pray. A part of fellowship, we're going to step into the next step, and that is worship. God has called us. We have become a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation, a peculiar people, that we should show forth the praises of him which hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light, who were not a people, but are now the people of God. Who had not obtained mercy, but have now obtained mercy. Let me tell you, amen. If you want worship to be in your life, I'm talking about true, free-flowing, heartfelt worship. Amen. There's nothing that will provide a better foundation than prayer and a right relationship with God. I had somebody ask me one time, said, Brother Townley, what do you do to encourage and inspire the worship you have in Jennings? What is it? Do you just teach about it? What's your approach? I, tell, I told him this. I said, this is the approach that I have. And that is got to pray and we've got to walk honest heartily before God. we got to live right. we got to stay washed in the blood and filled with the Holy Ghost. And there's nothing that is a better foundation than that because it just becomes hand clapping and a mouth that just is open but there's nothing coming from the heart and nothing coming from the spirit amen when the heart is not right with God but when you have a right relationship with God you know you were in sin but he brought you out you were bound but now you're set free You were confused, but now all the doubt, amen, and the clouds have rolled away. There's something in the heart that says, I love you, I praise you, I thank you, I love you. There's nothing like the singing and the worship of a soul that's been set free. It becomes more than words, it's an expression of the Spirit. That's been experienced by the heart. Singing about something I know. I'm singing about something that's happened to me. I'm not just jumping and shouting because I know I'm supposed to up here. There's something in my soul. There's no change. I was without mercy. Now I got mercy. I was not a people. Now I'm a people. Hallelujah. And I can't help but get happy. My soul gets happy. Amen. Because he brought me out of despondency. He brought me out of discouragement. He brought me out of depression. He's bringing me and has brought me into joy and happiness and peace. The kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Some folks are le- looking. For why worship in so many places, in so many areas, are shallow and have no depth. It's because there's a lack of prayer and true consecration and dedication to God. You can't come in here and act like you're a worshiper of God if you hadn't lived like a worshiper out there on the streets. It doesn't happen. God doesn't favor it. God doesn't bless it. But I'm going to tell you, when you do walk with God, and your heart is honest before the Lord, and you're humbly serving him, there is an anointing. There is a touch. There is a blessing. There is a a telltale sign that you are a child of God. You were born to sing. You were born to shout. I'm telling you, we were born cut loose in praise and word. It's not something that we try to make happen. My Lord Jesus, we should never, ever, ever, ever feel like we can make it happen, brethren. This does not become glory unto ourselves. We're assistants in worship. We are all here to magnify the Lord and to worship him. That's why we come into his house. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving. We enter into his courts with praise. Hallelujah. We make the first steps with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me back to the house of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me safe another day. Thank you, Lord, for enabling me to make another step into the house. I know you're going to meet my need. I know you're going to touch me tonight. I know you're going to talk to me. I'm yours. You're mine. It's going to be all right. There's something happens in the heavenlies, brothers and sisters. When those who serve God all day long, resisting the powers of hell and the demons of darkness, when we get together as a collective body, there's something happens in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, there's principalities and powers that are broken when God's people get together knowing who they are and worship Him. I'm telling you, there's spirits of heaviness that want to set on each of us. There's dark days and troubled times that wants to come into our lives and spirits that want to attach themselves to our spirits. That want to keep our hands down and want to keep our hands from clapping and want to keep our mouths shut and want to keep our dance away from our feet. But it doesn't matter what I'm going through. God's good. And he's been good to me and whatever I'm going through is going to work for my good and his glory so I'm not going to let the devil steal from me what he wanted to take me when he was in heaven I said I'm not going to let the devil take from me what I have the opportunity to give to the one that I've chose to be my lord I'm talking about the realization of purpose today. We were born for fellowship. And we were born for worship. We were born to do war in the heavenlies. We were born to do war in the spirit. And you don't have to worry and understand all that happens. Just know you make a difference. When you put those hands together, just know when you from your heart begin to sing those songs of Zion, just know from your heart, amen, that you make a difference when you lift those hands in adoration or surrender to the Lord. You make a difference. Make a contribution to the spiritual battle. Make a contribution in worship to the victory and to the success of your local assembly. Somebody ought to praise him with me right now. Somebody ought to praise him with me right now. Anybody got a dance you can praise the Lord with? I said, anybody got a dance you can praise the Lord with? My God, we're not through yet. Come on, give me some music. I just want you to do a circle of praise here. Praise him on the drums. Praise him. Praise him. Just do something. time we've only seen him in part and we only know him in part if all I know is just a little bit about God he's a good God yes he is I said all I know is if I'm looking through a glass darkly, he's an awesome God he's a holy God he's a mighty God he's a one of all. and think I was chosen to praise him. This is for the church. This is your honor. This is your heritage. Somebody obey the Holy Ghost right 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 now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Get some picture. Come on, get some picture. Get a hold of somebody. Get a hold of somebody. Come on, get loose. about me this is not about us this is about you and him david said it was before the lord it was before the lord it was before the lord it's me and jesus i might be in the presence of somebody else but right now i'm in the presence of one and that's all that matters only seen him work in the church but I haven't seen him but I do know I heard it said like this one time that when the angels were created and they woke up all they could say is Born to serve the Lord Whether it's in fellowship, worship Or working in his kingdom I want you to find somebody If you're not lost in the spirit already I want you to find somebody And get a hold of them And realize You were born to help somebody Make it to heaven You were born to serve the Lord Not just to be blessed But to be a blessing Help somebody Help somebody! Help somebody! Help somebody! I feel waves of glory, you feel it starting to move? I feel it. I feel it moving, I feel that sanction. This is where miracles are happening right now. When you let the Shekinah glory of God begin to prevail in your spirit. This is where miracles happen. This is where deliverance happens right now. 上<笑>